You are listening to CMH EPC's Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. We host a Cocktail Mocktail Hour once a month where we discuss various topics over cocktails. And for those who don't drink alcohol, mocktails. We are inclusive over here. Sip your favorite cocktail with us or try our featured cocktail as we dialogue. This is an environment to hear new and different perspectives. Everyone's thoughts, feelings, and opinions are valid to them. And in this space, we respect that. Welcome. It's another recording of the Cocktail Mocktail Hour podcast. I would like to take a moment of appreciation for our guests today who have attended our monthly Cocktail Mocktail Hour and are now here to share their thoughts and opinions with us. We have a number of topics to discuss. You never know what new perspectives you may hear today. I'm going to introduce our guest that we have today. Tassie is an attorney and business consultant at a boutique law firm here in Houston, Texas. Um, In the last 10 years, she's represented over 100 clients in federal immigration court. She has been named Houstonian Magazine top attorney from 2020 to 2022, top immigration attorney in Texas by the American Institute of Legal Counsel, and top 40 under 40 black lawyers by national top 100 black lawyers. Tati is also an active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We also have Shishi, who is from Atlanta. She is an art educator and business owner. Her business, Essence, is a full-service art company offering fine and digital art, jewelry, and apparel, and more. Shishi has participated in various art shows and exhibitions throughout the city. Her next appearance will be as a featured artist in the Love Project art exhibit this coming Valentine's Day. If you're interested in seeing her work in person, she has a permanent art piece exhibited at a local business called Exchange to Change. Exchange to Change is located in Third Ward. You can see more of her artwork and product offerings via her social media. Welcome, you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So our featured cocktail this month um, is a... What did I make? A Washington, <laughs> Washington apple. apple. Thank you, guys. A Washington apple. Um, let's see. In a Washington apple, you have crown apple schnapps and cranberry juice. And that's what we're sipping on today. Um, I will be honest, though. Like, I did way too much on Friday. And um, and then I was like, I'm going to pause last night. And then I didn't. And so I, <laughs> I may <laughs> still be drunk from, like, Friday and Saturday. I don't know. We'll see how this goes, though. It's the weekend. Well, it's the weekend. Weekend, right? And happy belated Founders Day to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She, she is also part of the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get right into our topics. We're gonna start with what is one of your major turnoffs during a date? Oh, um, that's super duper easy. Um, saying that you don't read is probably one of the biggest turn uh, turnoffs during a date. Um, this last year, I was doing some online dating and it is it was surprising how many people don't read. I think they get most of their information off of TikTok or short, short immigrant Instagram posts. When, when they say they don't read, do they mean they don't read books? Oh no, I, I, I dove like, in. So like, no, I skim, <laughs> um, what, what, like I skim. I just try to kind of get to the point or I wait on others to educate me, I think. Books are in danger. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Do you think that goes to like what is the culture that we're currently in 
with the um, like the instant gratification with like yeah. the social medias and things like that. So people are not reading these now. Like, oh, right. yeah. what? Maybe, maybe like the microwave culture of like I want my information. I want it quickly. I want mm. I want the information to be tailored to my beliefs already. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it is a turn they off. Don't read. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, for me, I, I haven't gone on many dates, so I guess I'll take yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm not going to be too picky. But if you were on a date if I, if and I something happened, like, because, I mean, I, I've been perpetually single in real life. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it's, for me, the turnoff would be, like, if you're just a rude asshole. Yeah, to like the people that are serving you, of course, because that shows your character, and we can't be friends. That means you're you're rude in real life. In real life, Mm -hmm. right? Like I, I don't understand like how you can be rude to like the server or the bartender or whomever, and then like be nice and sweet to me, and I'm like, "Mm, that looks dangerous. Yeah, that's gonna last five minutes. Right? I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Should you be able to communicate with your ex while in a new slash another relationship? Oh Lord, <laughs> I feel like I've um, had this issue in um, past situationships um, where the men I feel were just—I think it's a, a male ego thing—and I think it kind of showcases their insecurities when they try to limit who you communicate to. Um, mm. For me, being in a relationship that—that that is a partnership. That's something that. I agreed upon, I put a lot of effort and energy to into. And I typically try to end things amicably. Mm-hmm. And my intent is to still be friends with those individuals who I've, I've spent and grown with for, you know, however long I was in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my first go-to is, is to continue that friendship, mm-hmm. um, whatever it looks like in that capacity, in right. our, you know, in our new dynamic. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. But for a partner to come into my life who are, you know, recent or new yeah. to kind of dictate what I do and who I talk to. It's very concerning to me. So I agree. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. I feel like I'm similar to you in, you know, the situations that I've had in the past, like the reason why we stopped talking, which is because like it wasn't working out. Like there was no like major reason why we stopped talking. You know what I mean? Like where like somebody cheated or I mean, it was none of that. And so um, although I don't necessarily talk to them every day, like I can still text an ex and be like, happy birthday. Or if it's flooding in Houston, oh, exactly. are you okay over here? You know what I mean? But, you know, I think the should you be able to is kind of like you said, where it's like, okay, are you trying to give me permission or what is that? So. Yeah, I think, I think it's the type of communication and the amount of communication that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times when I see this question posed in different conversation groups or maybe on social media, I think that the question is rooted in two people who, who have a lack of respect for one another mm. um, and a lack of trust. Because mm-hmm. I think the real question that they're asking is, is my, are you allowed to continue to com- cultivate something that could potentially be romantic with an ex? Right. Yeah, I think they're concerned about whether you want to open that door again or if you guys have something that the current relation does, doesn't relationship doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So if you know that, hey, your person has a certain amount of it- integrity, a certain amount of respect for you and um, both that ex and you respect that boundary. Mm-hmm. I don't see there being a huge issue with it. But I think usually when someone asks that question, there's a lack of trust 
lack of respect and trust in that current relationship. Right. And it's kind of like what you both said is like that's insecurity on the new partner's part, I feel like, to be like, you can't talk to your ex or whatever. And sometimes I don't even think it's insecurity. I think what they're looking at is a true and reasonable possibility. Mm. You know, so, you know, it's not like this person might not even be crazy or insecure. They're going based on what what they're seeing Mm -hmm. or what the current relationship is lacking. So I would say, like, you know, as a person who I'm friends with, with almost all my exes, you know, so I'm friends. But like, hey, we talk during a respectable hour. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. about a particular thing. And my phone, like, I was like, look, my phone is open, you know, to to my current partner. So I was just like, yo, I'm good. But I think that usually when someone asks that question, it's because something is missing from the current relationship or there's something so there's a, they're, they're worried there's a possibility in that past relationship. Right. No, that makes sense, too. I appreciate that perspective. Do you sleep naked? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. I do. We all do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's my house. It's like, it's the, I think it's the best way to sleep, especially in Houston when it's like really hot and just I'll have like a sheet and like three fans on. Like, but my, cons- my concern is like when you ever see people on the news or in movies, like when the house catches on fire, they oh, have gosh. full pajamas that are matching. Right. Like I look, I just hope to get out there with my life. I hope the fire department has something on, out there to help me out. Right. What I don't have. On well, I keep my wrap at the end of the bed. So well, if I have to get out of bed blankets. like immediately, like I just put my wrap on and then like whatever. Okay, maybe I need to yeah. you know, have a contingency <laughs> like, plan. Have yeah. a robe like at the end of the bed just in case, you know, you don't have to like wake up suddenly and be naked out yeah, there in the streets. Like, <laughs> but I think it's the best way to sleep. It's it's amazing. Okay, so this question is a would you rather. Would you rather have unbelievable sex that lasts 10 minutes or average sex that lasts an hour? 10 minutes, baby. <laughs> 10 minutes, me. Listen, I'm busy. We time. got things to do. Listen, I don't have time <laughs> to... <laughs> I don't have time to be in the gym with you if, <laughs> if that's what that's going to be. Like, if it's average, it feels like a workout, something I have to do Yeah, now. and when is it going to be over, right? When is it going to be now? Like, I'm tired, my legs hurt. Like, you want too much for me. So, yeah, so, like, definitely 10 minutes, me. Yeah, I, I would say the 10 minutes of incredibleness happening than wasting my time. Yes. No, I'm, I'm here for the 10 minutes, and then, like, you know, like, the beginning of the day and then at the end of the day we can have another 10 yeah, minutes like that'd be great minutes. 10 right. minute increments yeah. it was until we get to you didn't say that, that they didn't say per day it just said 10 minutes that last 10 minutes right yeah. so I mean so we can do 6 10 minute sessions <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> you're silly <laughs> what is something new you like to learn hmm, hmm. I mean, you guys know so much already. Okay. Anything, anything you want to add to your... I know so much. You do. <laughs> There's so many things that you do. I have tons of things. Like, uh, foreign languages are yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Spanish is a bit on the dismal side. I've been learning for a while, but it's not sticking necessarily. So definitely would like to be have a certain level of fluency I mean, in, as much as Spanish. you go to Mexico, that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, as much as I go to Mexico, but yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and then other languages, too, like Italian, a little French, a little something. I would like to be multilingual. And learning. I, I just like school. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. Jeopardy's my favorite show. I'm one of those oh, weird people. So um, That's not weird. Yeah, but learning, definitely uh, just how to write a book, like how to be more social, just anything. Like anything that could be better for me and make me a better, um, wealthier person. Mm. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's the topic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wealth. Uh, for me, I 
would love to continue learning languages as well. I've been learning languages, I feel like, my life, my whole life, just like Tati, and sometimes it sticks, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but being in an educational role um, here in Houston, Texas, which is one of the most diverse, um, sorry, one of the most diverse cities in our country, um, I get to hear a lot of languages spoken on a daily basis, and so I don't like being on the outside. I want I want to know what these children are saying I to am me. Nosy. <laughs> I want to know. And so um, we have a huge population of like Afghan students, different um, African students from different countries, and so I'm always intrigued um, by those languages and cultures. And so um, I want to you know delve into learning more languages. Um, also, just understanding different things. I feel like I connect with so much that it's hard for me to like pinpoint and say that's something that I want to learn. That's something that right. I want to know. Mm-hmm. If it interests me and intrigues me, intrigues me, I don't care what it is. Right. So. You'll take it on. Take it. I would say for me, that's that just really kind of like popped up on my radar is I really want to learn more. Like, I've done it, but, like, I definitely want to learn, like, graphic design. Mm -hmm. And then now with, like, this podcast endeavor, like, editing and, like, all those things. Like, I'm kind of, like, learning on my own. But, like, I would like to learn more Mm -hmm. and be better at it, more efficient. So that's what's, like, currently on my radar right now. When in a relationship is sex a requirement? I don't think it's ever a requirement. I've... I just feel like if if it's something that I want to do and I want to explore with that person, then I'm going to do it. I don't think it should. I don't look at it as a requirement because when I want to be to myself with my body, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that time. <laughs> um, whether or not we've been in a relationship for two seconds or 20 years. So for me, it's not a requirement. I would say for me, when I'm with somebody, like yes, I want to have sex if I'm if I'm attracted to you, all the things I'm probably gonna want to do it all the time. So yeah, for me, it's part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'd have to agree. I think that like if I'm in a relationship and something serious, then yeah, because usually like a lack of sex for my personality type that means there's internally something wrong. Mm. Nine times out of ten. Um, something that I either like haven't explored, didn't discuss, or maybe even like a communication barrier between the two of us. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely an, an, an important part of a relationship to me. Something that I do value. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I understand the internal part because mm-hmm. to me, um, it's very mental. So sex is not just physical for me. For the most part, it's very very mental. And if it's something that I'm not feeling, or some you know, it could be. It could be with myself or with, with my partner or just with my job. If I'm, if I'm just not mentally there, I'm not physically there um, in that respect. So That's understandable. Yeah. I get that. So the year just started, but how many <laughs> vacations have you been on? Let's say last year. How many vacations have you been on? I know now we got to think about 2022. I don't think I've... Wait, I have flown a couple of places last year. But there was absolutely... A, a lot of camping. Um, where did I go? Colorado, Atlanta. I can't even think right now. <laughs> For me, I haven't gone on many vacations per se um, since the pandemic. When I go home, I don't. I don't <laughs> consider that a vacation. No, but, that's going home. Um, 
I went to Cabo last year in September. So, is it weird that like I've only been to Mexico like once, and it's like right there? No. If you want to go, go. Like I feel like I want to try. What's the popular one? Cabo, and then there's another one that's popular. I'm going to Cancun. Yes. I'm going to Cozumel. Yeah. I went to Cozumel a long, 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 long time ago. But I haven't back to Mexico since then. But um, I want to go. I'm going through my Instagram. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this one over here. Yeah, I don't like stay to home. stay still. Um, I get it. I don't. Um, so I like to kind of travel probably about once a month or at least go somewhere that's not, not Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, Playa del Carmen, Mexico is like a second home to me. If I'm not there a large chunk of the year, I'm disappointed. <laughs> but um, do you just just up and go or it's like a group thing so because i've been um to that one particular place so often i am just cool with just hopping up and going oh okay no problem it actually it's there's so many americans there and such a large young black expat community there it feels like being in a more walkable houston Hmm. like you know so like i will very quickly just take a quick flight from houston to cancun i think it's like two hours maybe oh wow you can take the bus from Cancun into Playa. The bus is about twelve U.S. dollars, if that. Um, but it's like a, it's like a like a mega bus. So like you have oh, a comfortable yeah. seat. Yeah. There's a television. There's phone chargers. All that in oh, Playa. Nice. You you hop off in the middle of like their Fifth Street, and then you can find in the middle of their Fifth Street. So you just hop out. Like there's food, restaurants, bars. It's really touristy. Like even if you don't speak Spanish all that well, you can find. Someone that speaks English, you can catch a little cute little hotel or an Airbnb. Um, it's really easy to be alone there. And like the streets are well lit at night, so you can still walk and be alone. So for my birthday this year, I turned 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took my first international solo trip. Nice. Yes, my first of the entire time. Like I wasn't meeting anyone there, no one was meeting me there. So I spent four days completely alone in Mexico and just journaled, figured out, you know, set my intentions for 35. Um, learn some things about myself because solo travel is different. Like, you know, I'm typically a person who will at least know someone in the city, meet up with someone. So this is my first time completely alone. Um, I learned I'm not a big solo travel person. A lot of people (laughs) are. I I see the pose. They're like, oh, if you really want to liberate yourself. Yeah, after about a day and a half, I was like, I'm good. I'm I'm good on that. I'm good on that. But I did, I did, uh, I did enjoy it overall, though. Well, I want to, like, I want to become, like, I want to be able to travel solo. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, but I want to. And it's mostly just because I don't like waiting on people to do things I want to do. So it's like trying to get a group together to be like, you know, get dates and like all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's a bit much. And I'm like, I wish I could just, you know, and I can. I realize I can. I, like, I've had a friend, she's like, she travels by herself all the time. And she's like, it's so simple, just da 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 And I'm just like, you make it sound so simple, but I want to get there. Yeah, I, I want to get there. See, I wanted I'm too to, scary. That's I right. wanted, see, that's what I wanted to get over. I wanted to get over the fear. And then I also, and this might have just been the way that I took it, to not enjoy solo travel meant that 
I didn't enjoy being around myself. Mm. That's how I took it. Like, you know, like, oh, to be a strong black woman, you need to be able to go to Dubai by yourself. <laughs> and, you know, a strong like, black woman. I didn't know. So I was like, oh, well, it's like, do I just not like being around me because I don't like solo travel? Once I did it, I was like, I get it. It is fun. You don't have to wait on anybody. Right. You do whatever you want to do schedule. for as long as you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Or for a short amount of time you want to mm-hmm. do it. Um, there were a few days it was raining. I slept all day and I was oh, able nice. to do that without anyone saying, oh, you don't want to go do something? Right. Can't we go do this? I, nope. 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 <laughs> but at the end of the day, I realized, I realized I like to travel with the person I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. That's that's my preferred way of travel. But I, I could do solo travel. It's just not my preferred way. Yeah. Maybe that should be something I plan for this year is to go somewhere solo. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But <laughs> I, I want to say that. I, <laughs> not I said I <laughs> I want to say I want to I want to try it. I just it. like making memories with people. Like, mm. That's a, that's the thing. See, but yeah. you can meet people. So I met some really cool people, like you know, and then just moved on. Like no need. We didn't have to hang out <laughs> tomorrow or in life. But you were a great experience okay, for this wait, one. But do you do you identify as a introvert, extrovert, or ambivert? I am. I think yeah. I think I'm both. I think I have a limited social meter, so that explained why. Like I did spend some time in the hotel, sleep, mm-hmm. just like enjoying myself watching documentaries but when I was out there I realized that like you know you know to uh, to have a friend you must first show yourself friendly so I had to kind of get out there and say hey laugh with the person Mm because they're there to enjoy and meet people too that makes sense Um, and I had to kind of get past that mindset that everyone's weird like some people (laughs) are just going to be nice to you for for a time and move on so it was all good because I will say like with you, Shishi, like some of the trips that you've planned, I've, I've done things that I never would have thought to do. So I've definitely had some like life experiences and memories like on trips that you've planned. So that's why I'm like, I appreciate, I hear what you're saying when it comes to like making memories with others. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like you said, just like being on your own time schedule and just, I'm gonna get there one day, maybe. I keep saying that, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I will support y'all. <laughs> I will like your photos on social media. Looks like you're having fun by yourself. Share your, right. share your location with me so that I know you weren't kidding. Listen, I need to know where you're staying in your room number, please. How much importance do you place on external validation? Hmm. I don't know that I place any import. I mean, obviously, we all want to be like accepted and like those things, right? But I've learned that I do. Everything I do really is for me and, like, what makes me happy. So, I mean, yes, I want to be recognized and, you know, people are like, oh, good job. Like, that's important as well. People would be like, pat on the back. But I don't, I don't place, I think, my worth based on what, like, somebody else says about me. I don't know. Um, my, so I feel like the last few years I've had to work on not placing high importance on external validation. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, from a public standpoint or the way someone might perceive me, I was like, oh, like, I don't really care what people think. That couldn't be true. Like, I'm in a profession where, like, you get ranked every year to see, like, how good you are or if you win cases or what have you. So I had to learn to acknowledge that since I was a small child, I was definitely, if you're not first, you're last. Mm. Like, I don't understand... Like, I don't even understand the concept of, like, everybody getting a consolation prize mm. or everybody, like, let's hold hands together and cross the finish line. That's not my jam. <laughs> like, I'm going to beat you. That's that's right. who I am. So I had to be honest with myself that I do care about external validation. I don't care about it to the point where I doubt myself and how well I'm doing. But, mm-hmm. there, you know, there is some importance to it. 
So um, I've just been working a lot on do I like me and how I like me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do like to keep the competitive edge part of it because I like to win. I like Mm -hmm. to win. I like to I like others to lose. And that's just the reality. That's the reality of life, though. (laughs) The reality of it. So, yes, I, I, I definitely have cared a lot about it external validation in the past um but now i've just tried to use it in a more constructive way Mm -hmm. but i don't allow it to disturb like my internal sense of self and my peace Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. important that makes sense i think i'm gonna go with (laughs) tati's perspective um just being um in a professional realm that's like that's what it's about um they tell you if you're good or not in their eyes and just trying to not let it get to me personally because Mm -hmm. of course we get um appraised over and over and over again or if I get a a, you know a student that may not like me so much or um so I, I just try to not let it interfere with how I feel about myself and what I want to do like there are a lot of things that I do um, in my profession that I don't get paid for and I definitely don't get praised for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's things that are of me. It's just something that I do. And so I try not to let, you know, that that guide what's internally me, whether or not somebody sees or appreciates what it is that I bring to the table. That's a them problem. Mm. I can't make there it a me problem. Yeah. And I don't know, something about what you said, and I don't know if it's because in a professional realm, I think like as black women and as black people, we tend to think that we have to um, excel in all aspects, like be a super Negro. Like, and that is something that I absolutely let go in 2022. Like Mm. I will only achieve in the areas that are important to me. And I don't feel that I have to be a particular way to make all black people look great or, or anything like that. Like I only like you're like the representative representative of anything. So, um, and I think it's super important to kind of put that down and be just a person, a human, and Mm -hmm. then figure out your own interest or, and also acknowledge that something that you wanted to excel in last year might not even be a priority to you this year. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make you like a loser or less dedicated or less competitive. It just says, Hey, my priorities change, my values change. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I might want to be the best meditator this year, you know, like that (laughs) that might be what it is, you know? So I think that's, that's super important. Right. I get that. What steps can you take to strengthen your relationship with yourself? I'm going to ponder on that one for a little bit. <laughs> I think for me, I really don't like being alone. Um, and so really taking the time to just be, mm-hmm. just sit, just sleep, just do nothing mm-hmm. and not feel like I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tend to like if I'm just real still and stagnant I tend to feel unproductive and I just have to get up and go and do something and with doing all the things um I can get wrapped up in that and really not take a take the time to myself and when I do have that time I'm just to pieces I'm Mm -hmm. not I don't really have my whole self to take to myself right um so really honing in and focusing on that and just shifting my mindset that it's okay to be still Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're bum I mean, it's important. It doesn't mean you're lazy. Right. um, Or unmotivated. You just need time. 
It's the balance, right? Yeah. So for as hard as you work, I, I always say work hard, play harder. But for as hard as you work, you have to have that balance of like just you and like refresh and reset. And like that's what camping is for me, right? It's like mm-hmm. we go out there and I put my phone on airplane mode. And it's like when I come back, I'm like, I'm good. Like I'm ready to take on the month or whatever, right? So that's important. But I think that's like a societal thing where it, it's in our brain, especially probably when we go to school. It's like you have to go to school, get good grades, do your homework, all those things. And it makes us feel like... If you are being still, then you're being lazy. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, but rest is important. So I get that. So can you ask the question one more yes, time? I was, yes, I was about to read it for myself because <laughs> I was like, you. let me answer it. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> what steps can you take to strengthen your relationship with yourself? Um, mine has definitely been honoring my commitments to myself. Mm. Um, so pretty much I start every week, but then also every day, like kind of modifying the list of things that I say that I will finish for me mm-hmm. in that particular day. And I don't stop until I do. So if someone calls cause they need me for something, I'm not going to make it. If, um, and I try to alter my day to where I'm not over committing to mm-hmm. anything. So if I say I can have brunch with you this, this Saturday, but that's all I can do this weekend. That's all I'm going to do. And until I finish that those list of things for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the past, I kind of set myself up for failure internally by like overcommitting myself or trying to be involved in so many different tasks, mm-hmm. you know. And so now I'm like, OK, I'm only for really focusing on me and what I want so that I can get the maximum effect versus doing a whole bunch of things and having a lot of side effects. Right. So, um, yeah, that's definitely been a thing, like knowing what my commitments are to myself, making them reasonable and honoring those. That makes sense. I'm here for it. Um, so again, question for me, cause I'm, this cocktail is like going through me right now. I <laughs> <laughs> answered about how do you take those steps with yourself? Mm-hmm. What you steps didn't can you, I have not answered yet. So mm-hmm. I was like, what was the question again? So make sure I answer it properly. What steps can you take to strengthen your relationship with yourself? So I'm really big on like self-awareness, right? So I feel like for me, my self-awareness, especially like for this year, um, my word is follow through. Because mm-hmm. I can make, I have plans, all, I can make plans all day long, and I can draft up plans. And But my thing is, I will not then act on those plans. So for me, it is, again, getting out of my own way and just doing it. It's like, if you're able to, like, conjure it up in your head and write it down and make a plan, then just do it. Follow through with that. Um, and I know that's been an issue with me in the past. And so, um, yeah, so it's really just kind of like, not necessarily silencing that voice that of, of the doubt that we all have, but being like, you can do this. Like, if you think it, you can do this. So that's what I'm going to work on this year to strengthen my relationship with myself. Well, I want to thank you guys for giving your time today and for sharing your thoughts and opinions on the various topics we discussed. To our listeners, if you want to grow your community and take a moment to like, subscribe, and or follow our guests on their respective platforms, please do. If you guys want to share with the people where they can find you, it's up to you. You don't have to, though. Um, Yeah. So for me, hi, this is Shishi speaking. Um, (laughs) She's an artist, or she's the artist, whatever you want to say. You can follow me on Instagram at Shishi0369. So that's S-H-E-S-H-E-0369. Okay. Okay. And um, this is Tati, and I'm on Instagram under Locked and Lawyered, L O C D um, underscore N underscore Lawyered, L A W Y E R E D. 
Thank you guys for being here. And I will be seeing you hopefully at Cocktail Moctelaro next Sunday. So we will not be releasing a segment on Sunday because we'll be in person. So January 29th, we will be meeting in person for our cocktail, our monthly cocktail mocktail hour. Um, yeah, if you want to be there, go to www.cmhepc.com slash register to save your seat. And hopefully we'll see you there. <laughs>